Transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. God, do you know what is about to happen? What's about to happen? Oh, uh, we're gonna. Uh, well, we're gonna record a podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Matinee edition, pod- episode number fifty-one. Pod- <laughs> Podcasts that are they're, they're the thing right now. I like yeah. Hello, hot. fellow kids. They're hot like you hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> in case you didn't notice by the title, because you probably clicked on it if you are listening to this. This is uh, an episode of Matinee Edition. I'm Jared. This is, uh, I'm talking to my friend. This is Lucas. This is uh, episode Area 51. Um, (laughs) Snuck it in there. Snuck it. (laughs) And, you know, fun times, fun weeks, fun things. Uh, What's been happening with you you lately, man? What's been been happening in your your last week or so? Dude, nothing nothing too crazy. I, I did, I will say, I had to write for my, for my, job shockingly me and jared aren't getting paid for this yes <laughs> <Yeah>. oatly. <laughs> oatly um where are you oh hey but speaking of, I'm, i am i had to i had to write i got some oh lovely is it toddy toddy and oatly yeah but the toddy i'm just trying to drink it at this point it's it's been sitting in my fridge for like a little bit too long Ooh, disappointing yeah but... just uh just, just a pinch of sugar in there lighten it up <laughs> um Dude, right the most there. eventful thing slash difficult thing I had to do last week was I um, had to write a objective and impersonal article about both presidential candidates. Oh, interesting. Okay. It was extremely frustrating to write. For sure. I mean, I like... was pissed by the end of it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Just being just being neutral about Trump ruined my week oh yeah i mean well it's just strange we have some friends are talking about that like it's i don't not i mean we never like to talk too much in politics but like it's just one of those things like i just don't understand it's like a base character how people connect with them you know what i mean like that's that's my that's amongst everything that's one of my weirdest worries about them it's just sort of like why do people like it's that I did an episode on QAnon, and that it, it that was oh, that was one God. of my things. I was just like the weirdest Dude. thing about that conspiracy theory to me is that people believe that Donald Trump is doing something good. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, like, I will say, I will recommend this to uh, our listeners. Um, a couple of weeks ago, the New York Times podcast, The Daily, mm. they did an episode where they went to want to say Pennsylvania, but like in like interstate they stay away from large metropolitan areas mm-hmm. and they went to a bunch of places that were like longtime democratic voters mm-hmm. that flipped for trump and it was fascinating it was it was it was one of those like really like what like to me as somebody that lives on the on the west coast i'm just like these people what the fuck is wrong with them Dude. but then 
it's like it's lived experience you never you never know mm-hmm. but i will extend this to our listeners as well if you haven't voted yet get out there and vote amen i voted you got to get out there and vote i keep mentioning as many times as i can uh, er, just, earlier than later yeah just get out there do what you can i mean for those of you that may be standing in long lines in order to do that, we have plenty of content on <laughs> Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. So get up there. You might even pay that. for another month of SoundCloud to get people yeah. through those. <laughs> oh, man, maybe. But either way, the, the uh, real say, backlog. Get out there. Yeah, I agree with you. Get out there and vote. And thank you for actually voting and participating. Yeah. You know, use your voice. Um, but that being said, like there's uh, tons of other things going on besides the the shitty cur- uh, cur- falling and uh, collapsing government around that we have around us. So, right. Which actually I did just mention on uh, my birthday catch up episode. So, so hey, hey. get up there and check it out on coffee and <laughs> contemplation. There it but, is. Uh, I mean, like, there's been like wild news in terms of like movies and stuff, which always leaves me wondering if, if they're just rumors and hopes and dreams, or if there are actual plans that studios are making in terms of like getting back yeah. to filming and whatnot. I mean, filming's got to be strange right now, either way. So I can I'm, imagine. I'm interested in a lot of these things. Um, Did you? Why don't we start with the stuff we have less to talk about, and we can go we can go into the bigger rumors and the at the end of the show. I think this episode. It's going to be entirely rumor mill. So it's a lot, man. So there's it's a lot. lot. What was it? The rumor mill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic rumor mill grind. There it is. <laughs> so let's let's start. Um, there's casting announcements for Furiosa. So I don't think that this is much of a rumor. Um, Mad Max Fury Road was, in my opinion, the best action movie of the 2010s. Definitely. And I'd have to think about that just in general, but it, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with you. It's an, it's an amazing movie. It's an amazing movie. I don't think I, in that decade, I saw anything that I would deem better. Like no country for an old man for old men. It's probably up there. I'm excluding like traditional blockbusters. Yeah. But I mean, those are also like different genres probably. Yeah. That, yeah well, I mean, like, like just any- quality filmmaking yeah, that oh, also sure. has an action ma- angle. For sure. For sure. So like Anya Taylor joys in it. Chris Hemsworth is in it. And there's another dude. I'm forgetting his name. I mean, I need to look it up. So we got a, a Norse God, yeah. a mutant. And <laughs> <laughs> mutant slash like a new mutant. Sh- Amalon. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I, I remember like, I feel like months ago I saw what was at that time of casting rumor that uh, she was cast as Furiosa. Yeah. Which is, which I, I think it's fascinating, like that they're not going with Charlize Theron, because well, yes, she yes she is, she's like almost fifty or something. Charlize but Theron, she looks great. She's beautiful and she's fucking amazing in her in in, in her in her stunt choreography and like the the shit that she does herself on uh, like on, for her movies. But I feel like so she, the, you know quickly the third yeah. dude that was cast was Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. I'm going to look at, I recognize. Oh yeah, dude, picture. dude, that was Black Manta. Oh, okay. Sure. That's what I recognize him from. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'd have to look it up, but double yeah. check it, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Like it's, um, I don't know, man. It'd be a, it'd be a cool movie. Like to, just to see what they do. It was Black it, Manta. But, but I'm just so curious as to, I don't mean this in any disrespect, but like, where was the like the idea, the spark? Was her character really like, um, 
like the stand. I, I would say she probably was. She was probably the standout yeah. of that movie of Matt Which, of Fury Road. I think I think that's something that's really cool about the Mad Max franchise is that Max is just like this, like he's like a nomadic character that comes across these other these other random people, and they're really the crux of the story. And he's just, just this outside that. force. They're more like he, yeah, he's kind of this like interesting way of of, of introducing the world, yeah. this world world, and these characters, rather than like being a huge focus. He's just kind of like in on the action. You know? I think in Fury Road, Max had like it was something like twenty two lines overall, Fair excluding just random grunts and noises, but like. In Road Warrior, he has like eleven. Yeah. He's near silent the whole movie. He's he's just like a vessel for the audience to go through. Yeah, which I think the storytelling potential of that universe, considering there's only been four movies over about thirty five years, like there's there, it's it's ripe for interesting stories. And oh, I agree. I it's it's kind of an untapped it has like this untapped well there, just sort of sitting waiting to be like you know, did, I don't know, flushed out because it just, it, there's these, char- you, there's, there's characters that they even introduced in past movies that they could sort of like find ways of not necessarily reintroducing, but building on or build, yeah. or, you know, recreating in, in, in future movies that would also like help really kind of make this whole universe fun and, and also yeah. captivating. But I like with Furiosa, like what, I mean, like what, do, what do you think they're going to be like going for? Like just kind of like a younger, like, like how she fucking came up kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, like they pretty much were in the movie. They sort of talked about her backstory as like, she was from that like clan of warrior woman where the old ladies from the end of the movie were, but by that time they'd all already died off. But they, um, they were talking about her getting like kidnapped by the main villain in Fury Road and her yeah. and her mom. Like, I think it'd be interesting seeing her being this like cutthroat badass, essentially bringing herself up. She was like his, the before she before she broke off from the villain, she was like his right hand. She yeah, he was at she was at her right his right hand. Yeah, she was up there. So yeah. I think it would be interesting seeing her like. Up, going up through the ranks as a younger as like a i think anya taylor joy is like early 20s so seeing a younger furiosa just starting to work her way up the ladder yeah for sure yeah and i mean that that like that alone gives you plenty of ground to like kind of build like what the fuck is that society kind of like you know yeah. <laughs> yeah, which like, i mean and the bits we see in fury road are just like crazy shit insane you're I, like <laughs> I was like, fuck this noise. <laughs> I think the interesting thing about that movie is that you have no time to breathe with anything. It's just like, oh, they're going through this region and there's a bunch of dudes with spiky cars, but then they get out of it and it disappears. Yeah. It's so. It, I'm, well, I'm looking forward to seeing what the progress is of this because that, I mean, that, that kind of, you know, slowly seeing the cast solidifies is exciting. Yeah. I wonder I mean, what the fuck Hemsworth's going to be doing though who knows who knows man i i hope it's not like (laughs) i really hope i really hope he's the villain that'd be cool it'd be an interesting turn of events i think i've only seen him kind of play like a a villain sort of character in like one movie i can't remember the name of it yeah you can't think of it because he's just such a charismatic guy (laughs) but i think like it's like the rock the only time he played a villain was like in get smart (laughs) 
like that's that's it (laughs) but i do think like having having a fun sort of like overly charismatic crazy villain or something or like would be really really cool and it'd be really fitting for that that kind of i don't know world that they've been building because because everything is like fuck i don't know it's just ramped up to 11 and so i I think hemsworth would fit right in with doing some sort of insane character in that what's 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 crazy is like they were talking about how like in the in the inferior road itself they get to a point and they have like the war party from the citadel which is where furiosa was from Mm -hmm. chasing them and they look on both horizons and there's two other war parties coming from different settlements and we get nothing other than the different people from them yeah like that's it's world building that's so sparse but it gives depth and it it it, like it's it it's so ripe with potential like what was it the bullet farm and like oil like oil something like it it was insane Uh, yeah and i mean like you said it's there's a fuckload of potential based on basically just like the the different like random plot plot potential points that they put and like you're right there's the characters themselves that they introduced even though they were sort of like side piece characters yeah they were like they represent a whole bigger like unknown territory that you can explore absolutely like i mean it'd be cool dude i'm rooting for this movie to be a to to be successful because it would be really fun to see what else they could pop out of that now that now that we're talking about this you should you should check out um it's probably cheap now, but I think like four or five years ago, there was a Mad Max game that came out. It should be on like PS4 where you can, it, it opens up that world and you actually find all the places from Fury Road, but then there's a lot more to do. Oh, damn. And it's, I, I it has the same, it has the same combat style as like Arkham and Spider-Man. Okay. So it's, but That's like cool, more dude. grounded and a bit more chunky feeling. It was, it was a lot of fun. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to check that out. Thanks for, I, I didn't realize that they had made it, try to make a game out. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, it was out. a, it was a blast. It was like a mix of like a combat brawler and a driving game. And oh, it was, shit. it was fascinating. It was, it was a really fun game if I'm remembering it properly. Those nice. guys are now making a um, Harry Potter game, an open world Harry Potter game for the next gen consoles. Oh yeah. Yeah. That'll be interesting. When Guardian yeah, be Rosa and shit. Yeah. Expel did- the air. <laughs> 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 Was it? Uh, what was it? Excelsior? That's not. No. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> uh, rest in peace to Stan Lee, though, man. Sure. Oh man. Shall uh, we get into the rest of the podcast, which will just be the yeah. MCU? Basically, basically, the Stan that was actually an appropriate segue. Uh, yeah, dude. There's been like, I mean, we talked about Spider-Man on the last episode, but yeah. there's just so much floating around. Uh, that particular movie all of a sudden that branches and that leads into so much other stuff you can't uh, you can't tell what's floating around to such a point that you don't know what's a what's a hershey's bar and what's a turd like they're <laughs> like it's it's, it's true, man they're all in the same pool but what the they're fuck all in the are same they? pool you never know what you, you never know what's get, what's going to be until you grab it are they news are they rumors are they just like i a swear dookie. to god i feel like they bait they put things out just to bait people and see what ideas get popular sometimes. Dude, and then they can leave some of that. I swear that's a theory I'm where I have, dude. Dude, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I do think that and like some actors totally buy into it and are like, fuck yeah. Like look at John Krasinski and Mr. Fantastic. He's totally bought into that. 
Exactly, man. I think I think we have as a uh, as a you know collective social presence we have a little more like i mean they're like they they use us as like this like weird judging tool as like uh, yeah you know would this casting work or be accepted or dude you know? we <laughs> dude we changed sonic we it, made sonic look good i mean it's kind of true people fucking hated that and they changed it and um, he actually like the sonic that ended up coming out looked like the sonic from the games so yeah, yeah. I actually, I still haven't watched it, but I'm kind of interested to at least check I'm, it out. I'm intrigued because I've heard it's fine, you know? Yeah, like, I've, I, heard, I, I've heard I still want to watch like Detective Pikachu because I've heard it's fine. Like, I, Fair childhood enough. nostalgia. Yeah. But the, um, uh, I do, I do think that that's, especially when it comes to Sony, I think that they're totally down for that. That's why I think the whole um, Spider-Man being pulled out of the MCU from like about a year ago. Mm-hmm was uh i think it was a tool of leverage for them in negotiations with disney rather than them actually saying that he was out yeah i think, I think they use it for leverage and negotiations so right. it wouldn't surprise me if they're doing a similar thing right now if okay. some of the rumors that we've heard are bullshit just to like prove to disney that it's something people want i couldn't agree more dude like and i'm and i'm 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 hopping on that train the the yeah. moment i saw that unconfirmed rumor that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire had been like hug boat put on the put on this you know the the movie I was just like what the fuck dude I'm down with how how crazy this movie is about to be did you <laughs> see today that there was a supposedly um leaked casting call for Miles Morales testing I did I there's there was like some sort of uh like footage of something of like a yeah like a casting or, or Dude, you know you know what audition. I want who I want for that who um the I think his name's Caleb McLaughlin from Stranger Things oh shit dude that would be dope he was uh, perfect <laughs> he's uh, already he's already a New Yorker seeing <laughs> there you go like there uh, you go uh he looks like the animated version of Miles Morales I'd be so intrigued by that, like by like adding Miles Morales to this next movie. Like it would be such a good, uh, such a good move. That character got so popular. Dude, especially if I think like this would be the last big hurrah for in the form of a solo movie for Tom Holland's Spider-Man. He might be put on the back burner for a bit, like showing up in Avengers, but not really leading the charge with the franchise yeah, as to not milk that character too much. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah, it could be, I mean, very well could be like there's it's hard pressed, I think, to do three movies, yeah, uh, and keep people's attention. It's really hard to go past that, <laughs> yeah. Um, but okay, so like there's so we recently got the conf the confirmed news that Doctor Strange is going to be in the movie, right? Yes, which immediately makes you think that there's going to be some sort of you know magical multiversal issue yeah that, that uh, spider-man's gonna have to deal with which is why these like sort of quasi well i guess no sony kiboshed some of this like especially yeah. the garfield and mcguire news they kiboshed that saying that they were not confirmed yeah but jamie um, fox is right but jamie fox is and so that so that becomes like this like okay so they are somehow pulling things from from at least one other movie but what then I feel like I feel like the Jamie Foxx casting, it could also just be in the realm of like Mahershala Ali was in Luke Cage, and now he's going to be Blade. You know? Yeah. I, it, I, it, 
it falls. I, I think of that in the same way. What if, what if they pulled Willem Dafoe? Uh, <laughs> that would be great. Back I would guess the Green Goblin. <laughs> but I mean, like, I feel like that can fall enough under coincidence that like Jamie Foxx might have hated the Amazing Spider-Man too, and was like, I like the idea of playing this character and maybe approach them as like we can do it better it can be a different take i agree that could that could definitely like i mean and i'm i'm, I'm excited that's, that's the cynical as, side as of me that doesn't is, want fun i'm excited to see what he does with it i just don't want a blue electro uh <laughs> but yeah like it just leads to like this like what else are they potentially doing i mean sam raimi is like i i mean he's dipped his he's got his hands all over dr strange now yeah um he's played with some spider-man characters in the past he you know and sony has is is also pressing in with some of with with some of the things that they want like they have there's been info going around that that states that sony really is considering trying to like figure out how to get eddie brock's venom into the next spider-man movie i did i want it (laughs) that'd be great It'd be great for Sony. It'd be it's just the rumor alone brings attention to their product, but, yeah, but dude. it'd be it'd be I an mean, amazing thing to all of a sudden make that crossover. Here's poor Doctor Strange portal opens up, Venom steps through. It's the one from Spider Man Three. Well, so here's the thing that here's the thing that I read though is like this idea that like perhaps they're going through because Spider Man's like lore goes deep, like in terms of like yeah. like he had, like I mean they they could play with so much. They could like do the spider totem thing where Spider Man has been know. like he's been a fan favorite for longer than like any other superhero in the MCU. But so like the, I read this thing that like they could you know Doctor Strange could be having to take, you know, Tom Holland Spider Man uh through a couple of different places you know, in the yeah. terms of like maybe like other universes or maybe they're going through and they just see glimpses of like some of these other characters and portals, you know, or something. That's, but like, that's what I would be more inclined to say. Like that they weren't getting, like these aren't casts, but they have to like credit somebody. I can more, I can like, I can imagine more so that Doctor Strange is like bringing him through like uh, the web of the multiverse, like that exactly. imagery where yeah. you can see like little glimpses into them and they're like little clips from the other movies. Yeah. I could see that too, but I also see all this information as being like, you know, ripe for the idea that like maybe they're trying to fish out the the popularity of a potential uh Spider-Verse live action thing. Yeah. Especially if there if there's like also news of a Miles Morales potentially actually being cast and introduced in Spider-Man 3 now. It could yeah. be a good way of of secretly intro- like keeping that character sort of low key and yeah. introducing him fully and then expanding on the other two uh previous Spider men <laughs> you know dude, i mean like in a live action eventually i think they're fishing it right now dude <laughs> I, I think so too i would honestly like at this point i feel like going i i like dr strange's edition oh but i would like my original my original idea for what this franchise is going to be was like oh yeah so we're going to have like spider-man one spider-man two and then the third one they're going to introduce miles morales and like hand it off and maybe they'll do some crazy stuff later but it's fascinating to me that they might introduce Miles Morales at the same time as they're jumping off. So just from like a narrative perspective, I feel like it worries me slightly that throwing too much shit at the viewer, mm-hmm. you'll lose the attachment that the MCU is really up uh, for this. everyone. 
I feel like that's the curse of Spider-Man 3. That's what happened with the yeah, last Spider-Man exactly. 3. And they the Amazing Spider-Man 2. They forced Venom into it, and they forced like too much too much going on, and it became a shit show. And you're right. Like Venom, that, that's Sony's problem. It's, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. It, it sort of even happened with Venom. Well, they're so desperate to get their properties popular. That's the problem. Like it, and I don't. Okay, like, I think I think they lose what made the MCU popular in the first place. Yeah, and it, it's that people liked the characters, and they were like underneath all of it, they're people, and they're realistic people with understandable motivations. Yeah, and like, they finally found way like film. Nobody can fucking that, sympathize with Morbius. Well, that's the thing, man. They, they've just found filmmakers and people who can look at these properties in 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 ways that like need to be interpreted for the screen, and they're doing. They've just found people that do a really good job at interpreting those kind of those characters and that kind of you know invi- like you know vibe you get from the comics. Yeah. But Sony eventually, has just eventually, not hit hit that yet. <laughs> absolutely. Eventually, you can get into the crazier stuff, though. I mean, like look at Love and Thunder coming out. Oh yeah, dude. Like exactly. Like you can get crazy and hopefully they continue to push the boundaries because that'll open up a lot uh, as, as they like, go for other, for other companies. So the comics do get crazy at a lot of points. And in most cases it's done relatively well. There's only a few big duds. Like I really, you know, it would be amazing if the MCU managed to pull off a clone saga. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that would, would be amazing. The one, like the, the one, biggest stain on marvel comics in like the past 30 years was that was that comic run and it <laughs> it's they could, garbage they, they could pull it like, off man they tried to do it again recently with the clone conspiracy in the comics and that was bad too this is something you just have to let go <laughs> they even brought ben riley back just let it go uh yeah, man. I mean, I'm intri- I'm just I'm just intrigued. I hope they don't run into the uh, you know, the curse of Spider-Man 3 and just uh end up fucking jamming too much in there. But Yeah. The one the one thing that I that I that I like about it though, when it, when it comes to the deal between Sony and Marvel, is that essentially Marvel produces everything and Sony makes all the money. That's yeah. not how it works when they're making like Venom and stuff. So which also brings me a bit of hope that like if they bring Venom in, then Marvel will step in and be like, hey, this fucker's in our universe now. We want to take care of him. We want yeah. to do the treatment for these guys. Exactly. So they might just step up Sony's game. Just yeah, like, force them to. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, well, that you know, I guess, you know, like I said, like we started this with, there's just, there's just a lot of like weird, like quasi rumors and like yeah. unconfirmed things and possibly com- confirmed things circling this movie all of a sudden. So yeah. it's just really interesting. Which, um, which I want to bring up the reason that everything's like, we all realize like, Oh, all this stuff isn't confirmed. We should take it with a grain of salt. It's because the actress who we thought was going to be playing She-Hulk came out and was like, it's bullshit. Yeah. It's a lie. That was literally like literally what kind of helped spark all this. It was all of a sudden like, wait, wait, that was fucking, that was off. Like that was supposed to be confirmed. Like, what a couple weeks ago or some shit like felt like and so you know yeah just don't for don't ever forget dear hot dogs that like some of these things are exciting but probably not happening (laughs) (laughs) well so i do actually there are a couple things that are exciting that i want to bring up Mm -hmm. the uh, major investors at disney want black widow to come out on streaming fair enough um in the relatively immediate future that makes sense and one of them one of them that shit one of them essentially said like a major investor came out and said like 
they're not aware of the tiger that they have by the tail in the form of the community. People want to watch their shit and they might not make as much money, but if they're changing their model to lean into streaming more and more, and it's like they need to drive traffic on Disney plus from a business perspective. Yeah. Like that'll make everyone happy. People will watch black widow. Yeah. It won't fuck. Yeah. I think Mulan flopped because that movie already had so much going against it. The people love the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that would be a better test of the actual efficiency of a streaming platform versus like traditional yeah. cinema going. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I, and like, and you know, if they're smart, they will start like working on getting ahead of that shit. Yeah. And they have a perfect, perfect opportunity with, with black widow, just camping yeah. on that movie is just going to keep losing interest and losing money. And so yeah. they need people to just get just want to watch it. Yeah. And people, people will pay more. People will like other content that they put out. will will hop on and, and get Disney plus even Absolutely. just, just to watch it. You know what I mean? So the, and then also more, more good news is that Natalie Portman, like just in an interview, totally confirmed that they're doing the mighty Thor run. I don't know if you saw this, but she was just like, yeah, she, uh, Jane Foster has cancer. She has to hold the hammer to stay alive. It's sort of an interesting character drama there. And I was just like, fuck, they're actually doing it. It's just (laughs) funny because it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like they, she, she mentions the the mighty Thor run in one interview and she, you know, is like, I I can't give away much. And here she, and then she just keeps going around like giving away so much. Yeah. I was like, that's a big plot point. That's really important to that storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that either way though. That's fucking cool. I'm I'm interested to see how they're going to pull it off. Did you also see that the working title for it is called big salad? Yeah. Big salad. (laughs) (laughs) So I think Thor's gonna be skinny again. I think so. Uh, who, who knows though? I'm I'm just excited for that movie because it is confirmed that they were looking for a actor of African descent to play what is the, so that's what's confirmed is that they're looking for a child actor of African descent, which brings me to theorize that they're looking for a young Heimdall, and they're going to be dealing with reincarnation. Interesting. Like the comics, whenever yeah. Ragnarok happens and people die in it, they come back as young gods again. Yeah, dude, that would be a really cool, like, uh, kind of you know plot point in the movie. Yeah, Heimdall was like, oh, that was like that was one of the like. I, I mean, it seemed like so, uh, you know, just background, but but yeah. his death was like was like what the fuck, dude? Like yeah, he, I was he like, died. I was like, why did they kill him? Like he was. Such I, a Heimdall died, and Idris Elba might as well have been going like, I had to be in the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, basically, I guess that's kind of. They, they, he was probably like, I got other shit to do. <laughs> yeah, I want I want to play James Bond, and I want to be in the Suicide Squad. Oh uh, um, man, I want him as James Bond. That'd be fucking dope. Yeah. So we're so we're nearly at time, yeah. but. We what, what what have we been watching? What what have you been watching recently? Oh man, well for me as uh, as usual this time of year, I just step up a lot of like movie, a lot of my horror, you know, horror movies that I love. Interesting. Um, I've been watching like a handful of like series off and on. Nothing like too solid at the moment. Uh, Netflix. I've been watching The Haunting of Hill House or Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Which is uh, it's actually pretty spooky and pretty well put together. Um. And there's like a new season that's kind of like they're kind of doing like a Bly Manor. 
yeah and it's sort of like i think in that american horror story vein where it's like each series is you know done by the same people it's like an anthology yeah that makes total that that makes sense do you you know that the bly manor place is based on a home in lakewood oh no i did not know that yeah it's on it's on america lake um it's a big like castle and people rent rent it out to do weddings and stuff and i guess in that season they have like a specific thing of being able to see someone in a mirror and that's actually something that's been reported at that manner oh wild it's insane that it's like weirdly local to where we're at yeah that's very close that's that's wild yeah uh i'm interested to check out that season but haunting of hill house is pretty is pretty cool so far also it's like it's basically like the same story it's derived from a from a, a book and it's the sim it's like the same story as the um i don't know if you ever saw the 90s movie the haunting uh it's like it's it's the same characters and everything but just in different a different type of movie or setting yeah anyway but yeah it's uh i've just been watching spooky shit like i just i just watched scream i watched jason lives nice freddy three you know uh all sorts of fucking shit that's that's usually what i'm watching this time of year did you gotta watch the first terminator oh man i mean why watch it when i have the terminator novel oh boy i did just pull that out of nowhere hot dogs you can't (laughs) see it but uh, (laughs) that was that was impressive at arm's reach i've been trying complete segue real quick i've been trying to get this like this crappy old heart audiobook thing off the ground and actually that's the first (laughs) that's the first book i'm trying to read do it chapter by chapter what have you been watching though what have you been um i digging nat- naturally the great british british baking show we have we have totally different tastes for spookiness i don't watch any horror movies because i jump scares freak me out mm. i love I, I love horror man dude i i've i've never i've never really enjoyed it weirdly no. enough i think it's like like good horror is like it pushes filmmaking in interesting ways mm. but i just there's something about uh, I mean, it's scary, and I'm yeah. just bad about it. <laughs> the, I, I feel you, but we both love the Great British Baking Show. That's we both love the Great British Baking Show. So I've been watching the weekly releases of that. Um, nice. I'm watching Peaky Blinders. Nice, nice. Blinders. I just finished the first season, and it's wildly good so far. Dude, it's awesome. And keep, yeah, uh, I I imagine you're gonna keep diving in, but it yeah, the like. Tommy is a weirdly interesting character. You don't necessarily yeah. like, he's kind of, he's one of those characters you just fucking like at times you hate at times you really fucking like you're behind. And yeah. like, it's, it, I don't know. It's a really well put, well done show. I'm, I'm, you, I'm stoked I to keep, watching it. I keep thinking of it, but have you um watched Sons of Anarchy? I haven't. I, I, ne- you I should, haven't ever. If you like Peaky Blinders, you should watch Sons of Anarchy because it's the same shit. Just, Fair enough. just 80 years later. It's, it's the same thing. Interesting. Just Fair with enough. a different skin on it. And like the main character of Sons of Anarchy is it, it, even personality wise is so similar to Tommy. It's hmm. bizarre to me. And I was like, that show goes off the rails in like the last season, but it's still an <laughs> enjoyable watch if you have nothing else. So yeah. That's what I've been watching. What an interesting connection. But that's the, um, cool. I will also say this. You should check it out. And listeners, you should check it out. There's a game called Cyberpunk coming out in a bit. Cyberpunk 2077. Keanu Reeves. Yes. And it, dude, I just pre-ordered that shit for the next-gen consoles. And it looks absolutely insane. (laughs) Nice. I like, 
you should and like the i guess it was originally like a pen and paper rpg or something okay yeah probably and there's like a there's has like this weird like the first game but like there's this weirdly deep like like comics and like books and like all that type of shit going back it's made by the same people that make the witcher so i'm i'm excited for that nice man nice might have, to, well, might, might have to hijack coffee and contemplation and do a game review. Did you? Uh, yeah, you should, man. You should. Uh, yeah. I just bought, I just uh, got the uh, Tony Hawk remake. So I've been, oh, I've been God. Kick, kick flipping <laughs> around on that. <laughs> Dude, there's a, there's a need for speed remaster coming out. And I immediately hopped on that shit. Dude, I got to be honest. Like, I was like, I, at first I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I, you know, like, I don't know if I want to pay for it, but it's so, it's so smooth and the gameplay and like everything looks so slick. I was just like, fuck yeah, dude. It's just fun. Fun skate. Yeah, it's around. fun. Dude, who doesn't love the old Tony Hawk games? There aren't games like that anymore. There aren't, man. Yeah, and it's Same thing. Gonna, when are we going to get Guitar Hero remastered? Oh, Talk about a French, like music beat games have completely disappeared they have they were they were hot as fuck for a second though (laughs) they were hot as fuck from 2006 to 2008 and then they disappeared (laughs) all right dear listener dear hot dog i think we've made it we did another full area 51 i mean episode 51 genuine slip (laughs) there you go (laughs) go out there and find us on instagram uh, uh twitter and twitter uh old heart and space on twitter yeah old heart and space and uh you know. some oatly yeah slip it down Take some oatly tweet oatly that they should sponsor old heart and space exactly we can't be the only ones trying to campaign get yeah. on it hot dogs if you listen and then, to the and then more so and then more so go out and vote that's what matters right now for sure the o- oatly aside Go on and vote. Go do your civic. We're sponsored by the American <laughs> Political Election. <laughs> Not getting paid at all because they're cheap. No, nobody pays us. Nobody pays us. Nobody pays us. We do this for the passion. <laughs> You're goddamn right. All right. Uh, I guess uh, have a good day, folks. Cheerio. Sweet. Oh, wait, not, not, and oh, stop. oh.